Good morning, everybody. Lee Brower here, and welcome to this week's edition of Meaningful Monday. I am grateful to be here, and I am glad to be here. What a week, huh? What a series of weeks. What a series of months. How are you doing? How are you doing? You know, as I listen to all the chatter that's going on around, and I think about all the events and the things that are going on, and I think about the risk that we have, that framing our problems as a statement is a huge mistake. So if I were to ask you right now, what's your biggest problems? And you frame them as a statement, I'm saying you're making a mistake. Like for example, take something simple. Let's say that you feel that your, your health is your biggest problem right now. You're not in good shape. So you say, I'm out of shape. So what your subconscious mind is immediately going to do is to start looking at all the reasons why you should feel that you're out of shape. And it'll start to support you in that. So these affirmative statements like that, you know, where you're just saying, I am this or I am that, or this is going on. What's my biggest problem? It's this crazy country. It's that this is going on, this party or that party. If this didn't happen, this didn't happen like this. Your subconscious mind is going to go to work and it's going to start telling you all the reasons why that's a problem for you. Now, I'm here to say that your subconscious mind cannot ignore a question. And I've been reading Keith Cunningham's book again for the fourth time, The Road Less Stupid. It must be for me, must have to read it four times because maybe I'm stupid. I don't know, but I keep finding little gems in there. And some of them are right around the very thing that we've been talking about for the last 10, 12 years. And that's the power of an empowering question. You know, a problem is simply an unanswered question. If there are no possible outcomes like a pandemic, there's not much we can do about it. I can't do anything about our age or a natural disaster. Those are predicaments. The only thing we can do there is, what can I do to manage this predicament? And so there's certain predicaments that we have that all we can really ask is, what's the right question that I can bring in to support that? But you've heard me talk about the empowering question and the importance of it. If you ask the right question, instead of it focusing your mind on the problem, it starts to focus your mind on alternatives and solutions. One, it narrows down to what the problem really is. What is the real problem? Number two, it simplifies the problem and it makes it solvable. What small step can I take today to help myself get in better shape? What small routine can I develop each morning that would cause me to be in better shape? What small step can I take that will help me become that grandpa that I want to be that can outrace my grandchildren to get that vision in the right place and then, what's, and then do that small step? And so it expands the number of possibilities available to, available to solve the problem or improve the situation. You know, Peter Drucker said, most serious mistakes are not being made as a result of wrong answers. The truly dangerous thing is asking the wrong question. So we wanna make sure that we convert these statements into the right questions. Here's three things in Cunningham's book that I've taken out written for me so I can carry them with me to think about. What are the possible reasons I'm noticing this symptom. So if I'm out of shape, what are the possible reasons why I'm noticing that I'm out of shape? Number two, what isn't happening that if I, that if it did would cause the perceived gap or symptoms to either narrow or disappear for regular workouts on, a, on an ongoing basis, let's say eating correctly by doing such and so, so that I can da da da, whatever it may be. Then what is happening that if I stopped happening would cause the perceived gap to narrow or disappear, eating less sugar. So now I'm starting to focus in on those 
things that are creating the symptoms that I'm enjoying, eliminating the problems that create the symptoms. So how do we create the right empowering questions? How might I? How might I so that I can in such a way that? And so I'm going to challenge you. Whenever you say I need to, I have to, I got to, or they need to, they have to, they got to, or it's this way with these sentences, ask yourself in those situations, can I reframe that in the form of a question in such a way that it will empower me to be able to be a contributor to society rather than somebody that sucks the life out of it? Nobody likes to be around people that are sucking the life of everybody else around them. Let's put the life back in. A question that I wrote down this morning, how might I become a stabilizer in my sphere of influence so that we have the best chance of strengthening this country I cherish? Now, I've already got some, can I be the answer to somebody's prayer today? What small step can I take today that will get me into the shape that I want to be in. And so I've developed a routine of doing one push-up a day. I never do one push-up. I always do more, but it's that small step and that vision that makes it happen. So it's my challenge to you. Every time you say, I want to, I have to, I got to, I need to, they need to, they have to, they got to, reframe that in the form of a question and watch and see if your mind doesn't open and expand open to many, many solutions and you will become empowered. I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.